We'll begin today, Dav Chavdalar Amit Beis, right at the top of the Amit. Zakti Gemara Boim, Minei Rabbi Yechenem Shmuel, Rabbi Yechenem asked Shmuel the question. Yes, Avelus B'Shabbos. Is there any Avelus that still applies on Shabbos? And the Gemara is talking about Avelus B'Tzinah, privately. Or Ein Avelus B'Shabbos. Or there's no Avelus on Shabbos. Amalei, so he answered him, Ein Avelus B'Shabbos. There is no Avelus on Shabbos, not even privately. Yasvi Rabbanon Kameda Rav Papa, the Rabbanon was sitting in front of Rav Papa, the Ka'amri Mishmei de Shmuel, and they said the following statement in the name of Shmuel. Avol, Sheshimish Mitasai, a Avol that has marital relations, Bimei Evloi, in the time of his Avelis, Chayv Misa, is liable for death. Amalei Rav Papa, so Rav Papa responded regarding the statement that no, this was misquoted and it's also not in the right name of the right person, Asur Itmer. It only it was said that it's it's prohibited to have marital relations, and also umishmei the Rabbi Yechonin itmer, and it was said in the name of Rabbi Yechonin, not in the name of Shmuel. Vishmiel umishmei the Shmuel. If there's a statement that you did hear in the name of Shmuel regarding a halacha that chayiv misa regarding the, the times of avelos, achishmielucho. This is what you heard that Omar of tachlife baravimi omashmuel. That oval shalei para v'shalei pirem, a oval that does not allow his hair to grow long, and it does not do kriya, chayiv misa. So he would be chayiv misa. Why? Shenema, because when, by the source of where we learn this out from, by the children of Aaron, it says, Rashechem al tefro b'gdechem leisefroimu. You should not allow your hair to grow long, and you should not tear your your, your garments, and then v'loisa musa v'goymer, and you will not die. So that's regarding them, that they did not have to keep a velus, and if they follow that, they will not die. Ha acher, but somebody else, which we learn out from there, that he's supposed to let his hair grow long, and he's supposed to do kriyeb, so someone else, shaloi part of a shaloi pirim, that does not allow, does not do the avelus and allowing his hair to grow long, or, or, or tearing his garments, chayv misa, he would be chayv misa. So this is not, I mean, Taisus here points out, it's not the Pashat Abshad of the Pasik over there. It says regarding them, Chayiv Misa, and we learn out from, that anyone else should, should do these Avelis, but the Pashat Abshad of the Pasik, Taisus says it's only an Asmachta, it's not the simple Pshadah. Omer of Papa, Rafram Bar Papa, Tane, we learned, Ba'avol Rabasi. This is what's, uh, what's known as Mesechta Smachis, where it's the Braises that bring all the Halachas of Avelis, and a lot of what we learned here, was quoted from that Masechta, Masechta Smachas. So we learned there, Oval, Osr, Lashamish, Mitosay, Bimei, Evloi. That Oval is not allowed to have married relations in the time of Avelos. Omaisa, Be'echad, was once a story with somebody, Shishimish, Mitosay, Bimei, Evloi, that he did have married relations in the time of the Avelos. Vishomtu, Chazirim, Ezgviyasay. And Chazirim came and dragged his body, and I guess they, they, they killed him. Dr. Shmuel said, here's another halacha regarding the Avelos on Shabbos. And the Gemara starts with the Rosh Tevis. Pachas, the th- three things that are hinted in the Rosh Tevis of Pachas, which the Gemara will explain, Choyva. This is an obligation on Shabbos. Neser, the three things hinted in the, in the abbreviation of Neser. Rishos, that's something which is your choice. And the Gemara explains the Rosh Tevis. The Pechazayin is Priyas Reish. Uncovering your head. So we're talking about in those times when the meaning of oval was that they had this special head covering during Avelos. So to uncover your head on Shabbos. Chazaras kera, to put back 
the torn garment or to, 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 to put it back up that it, you shouldn't see that it's torn la to on the back that it should be sort of not torn zikifa samita to pick your bed back up to sleep properly on your bed chayva these are all an obligation of Shabbos that you shouldn't keep any of this availus on Shabbos. However, the other three things hinted in Neser, which is Nilas a sandal, wearing shoes on Shabbos, Tashmash guarding marital relations, or the Chitzes Yidayim V'Raglayim B'cham and Arvis, or washing yourself, bathing yourself right before Shabbos, Rishos. This is something which is your choice. If you want to do these things and then keep the availus in this way, you may, and if not, you don't have to. Rav Omar, Rav says, no, even uncovering that special head covering that the Avelin would hear, would wear that is, that's also something that is up to your choice on Shabbos. So the Gemara now explains the, the difference between them regarding this detail. Shmuel, so according to Shmuel, my shno, what's the difference that ne'ila sasandol the rishos? Whether you want to wear shoes on Shabbos or not as an oval is something which is your choice. What's the reason for this? The lav kula alma vidi disami because shoes, at least in those times or in certain places, it's not something that everybody wears shoes even on a Shabbos. And therefore, if you're walking around with with sandals or or with with slippers or with something else on Shabbos, it's not something which you're doing in open avelus because some people just don't wear shoes anyways. So therefore, that's your choice. So if so, when it comes to removing that head covering of an oval, not everybody walks around with an uncovered head. In those times, the, the minig and the aloha of wearing a yarmulke was not, did not, not really applied, it not really, uh, wasn't fully accepted. That's what the Gemara means here. So therefore, in those times, some people covered their head, some people didn't. So to tell an oval that he has to uncover his head on Shabbos, that it shouldn't see that he's behaving like an oval, why? Some people walk around with their head always covered. So the Gemara explains, and that covering that we're talking about here is something different. Shmuel, the Taimei, Shmuel is following his opinion regarding this head covering of a novel. Shmuel, Shmuel said, and here the Gemara brings first something that he said that's not relevant to what we're speaking about. So he said, Kriya that's done, not at the time of when your relative passed away, it's not when it's mamish, the person is, is feeling that, that, that grief right away, so a person that does Kriya later on, it doesn't count for, for Kriya. And then he said, the point that's relevant for here, if this atifa, this person that's doing a head covering as a time of an, at a time of an oval, if he's not wrapping his head and wrapping himself like the way the Yishma'elim would, it, it doesn't count as a head covering. And what does this mean? So the Gemara says, Machvir Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman demonstrated this, and he said, Ad Guvidedikne, that the head covering comes all the way down, it covers your face basically, it comes down to that little groove that a person has in his chin. So therefore, what do we understand from this? That this kind of a head covering for an oval, the way Shmuel understands it, is unusual. So if you're going to leave this head covering on Shabbos, it's going to be very clear that you're an oval. That's why he says it's an obligation to remove it on Shabbos. Whereas Rav held that the head covering is not so all the way down to your chin. It's, it's a, just a head covering that's higher up, that's on the head. And therefore, even if you keep it on on Shabbos, it doesn't matter. Again, going back regarding this halach of this head covering, So this is only the yes to remove that head covering if he's not wearing shoes. But if in Shabbos he already puts on his shoes, so the shoes are making it clear that he's not behaving like an oval. So then he can keep that head covering on, even according to Shmuel. Or maybe maybe this is just Rabbi Yechenin's own opinion. 
Now the Gemara goes back to the statement that was mentioned before and, and that Shmuel said regarding the timing of Kriya. So what did we say? Kriya, that's done not in the time when the person is, is, is hot with the grief. So that doesn't count as Kriya. They told, they reported to Shmuel at a later time about what happened that Rav passed away, that Noch Nafshe the Rav, that Rav passed away. And it says that Koryale, he, he tore for, his, for, this, for this news about Rav's passing, Tracer money, 12 garments. Omar, he said about Rav, Ozel Gavre, the person that has left this world, I was afraid from him. I was afraid of all of his questions that he asked. He was sort of praising him of how, how great of a person he was. So we see over here that he tore Kriya not in the time when, the, when it was hot, when, when, the, when he actually passed away. Also, in another, another thing you see, and they told Rabbi Yechen, and Nach Nafshid Rabbi Chanine, that Rabbi Chanine passed away. He tore 13 coats or garments that were made from, from, from silk. So again, we see that the Kriya was not Peshas Maisa at the time of Chimum. Omar, he said, Abchanina, a person left the world that I was afraid of his questions. So the Gemara explains, over there it's different. Shani Rabbanon, over there, when, when you're talking about these Rabbanon, that they were tearing Kriya, whether Shmuel for Rav or, 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 or Rab Yechanan for Rab Chanina, the Kimiduch Shaita, Mitkri, Shmatayu, so since because they mentioned the statements that they said and learning constantly, Kishas Chimum Domi. So therefore, all the time, it is that the, the grief is very, very strong and very hot, and therefore, even at a later time, they, they could tear Kriya and it counts. About the subject of Kriya, your student Rav Amram said that Tanya, we learned, all of Shiva, so the Kriya that he did in his garment is Lefanov. He leaves it torn the way it is. You wear that torn garment. If he comes to change his garment, Machlif, he could change his garment. He has to do Kriya again in the new garment. On Shabbos, if he's wearing that garment that he tore, so he, he, pulled, he pulls back that kriya that it shouldn't be noticeable. If he comes to change his garments on Shabbos, he changes into new Shabbos clothing. He doesn't have to tear his new garments. So the point that the Gemara is bringing up from what you see here is that by a person that's in Shiva, even if he wears new garments at a later time in the Shiva, he does Kriya again for that new garment, even though it's not Shas Chimum. It's not at the beginning of the Shiva. Before we said that Kriya only counts at the time of Chimum. So what's the point of doing a second Kriya here? So the Gemara answers, When was that Braise said? That's for the honor of a father and a mother. That then the person has to wear the garment that's torn the entire shiva, and therefore even later you would have to do kriya again. Agmar explains, when a person tore a second garment, misachin or misachin. Do you are you able to later sew it back, or are you not able to sew it back? We had a discussion before regarding kriya, whether a person sews it back later or not. Over here we're talking about this second garment that a person tore. Does he sew it back or not? The father of Ravashia and Barkapada argued about this. One opinion was that it's not sold back. Another one said that it is. So Gemara says to Stayim, let's bring a proof that the father of Ravashia is the one, the Oman, he, he said that that you don't sew it back. Because the Oman Ravashia, because we know that Ravashia himself said that you don't sew it back. 
So the Gemara now assumes, Miman from who did he hear this halacha that you don't sew it back? Lav ma'avua, don't you think he heard it from his father? So we could know that his father is the one that said this. So the Gemara says, Loi, no, not necessarily. Could be he heard it, Mi bar kapara rabbe He Maybe he heard it from bar kapara, which was his teacher. So we still don't know who said what in that argument between the father of Ravashia and bar kapara. An oval could go around with an unkali. Unkali Rashi says is this garment which is torn on in his house on Shabbos. So privately, if he wants to keep that availus of wearing the torn garment, he may. Abaya, that is, Abaya Ashkechele Rav Yosef, Abaya encountered Rav Yosef on Shabbos, the Parasle Sudra Reishe, that he was wearing this head covering that the Avelim wore then, and he was walking around in his house. Why are you wearing this head covering of a novel today? Do you not hold of this that it says that there's no Avelis on Shabbos? So Rav Yosef answered him, This is what Rav Yechenen said, those matters that are in privacy, in private, noyeg. Over there, the Avelis is still, still goes on. So from here you see, going back right to the beginning of the Yomod, Rabbi Yechenen is the one that asked this question from Shmuel, whether there's Avelis and Shabbos and privately. And Shmuel said to him that no, there's no Avelis even privately in Shabbos. So here at the end of the Yomod, we basically see that Rabbi Yechenen never accepted that Psak from Shmuel, and he himself held that Dvarim Shabbitzinah, there is Avelis and Shabbos. Going back to the Mishnah, it said in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yezah Oimeh, Mishacharev Beis HaMikdosh, from after the Churban Beis HaMikdosh, Atzeres Keshabbos. So we were discussing in the Mishnah, what happens if, whether our Shabbos interrupts the Avelis. So it said Shabbos does not interrupt the Avelis. The Avelis continues. But a Yom Tiv does interrupt the Avelis. You don't return to the Shiva after the Yom Tiv. But after the Churban Beis HaMikdosh, and there's no Karbanis on Shavuos, so Shavuos is just one day like Shabbos, so therefore the, the Shiva does continue after Shavuos. And then it said there, B'nigei to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Was the, uh, there was an, an, another opinion over there in the Mishnah, which was Rav Gamliel, which that was the son, see how far, far back this was. Uh, it said, oh, Rav Gamliel said that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is like a, like a Yom Tif. And, and after Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, you don't return to the Avelis. It's the Mishnah on Daf Yates. We pass him like Rabbi Gamliel that Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, even though it's only one day, or Rosh Hashanah, at least when I is only one day, but after, after Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, one does not continue the Avelis. Others learned the Allah here, of this that Rav Gidl Bar-Menashe said, that there's a, there's a halacha here uh, regarding a completely different subject. Aha, regarding this, that it says as follows, Kol that in the first 30 days, so a child, passes away, so tinik yaitze, the child, so he's taken out to burial the cheik, in, in, the, in, in the lap, or in other words, the people that carrying him out, carrying him in the hand, that he doesn't have to be placed into an oren, into a coffin. V'nikbar, and then he's buried there, and it's enough to you have the presence of one woman that's there and two men, so that's, you don't have to have a minion or more people the way you usually have by a Leviah. But it shouldn't be one man and two, and two women there because of an issue of Yichud. 
Right? If, there's, if there's two men, and there's, uh, these are two anoshim k'shayrim with a woman, that's okay. But one man with two anoshim, there's more of an issue of yichud, and therefore should not be done that way. Abishal says, one man and two women is also okay in such a situation when they're mourning and they're burying a, a baby, we're not concerned that anything, any, anything will go wrong here and mis, they'll misbehave. And also, this price continues regarding the halacha of a baby that's not 30 days old that passes away, that there's really no halachas of Avelis as well. They don't stand after the burial in a, in a row, the way it is usually that you menachem ovel. The minig is that the, the, with the first, the first suda of an oval, they would eat it outside, and there was a special bracha that they said, Menachem Avelim, so they don't, you don't say this bracha. Vitanchumi Avelim, there's also no bachlal consoling for that there is always by an oval. But if it's Ben Shloishim, if the baby was already 30 days old, Yoitze Bedluskime, so he is carried out in a coffin. It's different shot than what this Dluskime means. Rashi says it's an Oren. Others say that it's uh, similar to an Oren. Or so he is carried out in an Oren. And Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda explains and says, Lloyd Dluskime Hanitelis Bekosef. He's not carried out in a coffin that's carried on the shoulders, the way it usually is by an older person that passed away. El Hanitelis Bagapayim. It's a small Oren that's carried in the hands. And this baby that's already 30 days old, Vaimdimal of Bishura. You do stand in a row to be Menachem Avel, Vo'emenimal of Birchus Avelim, V'tanchumi Avelim. So the, the, the regular halachas of uh, Avelis does apply. Ben Yudbeis Chodesh, a baby that's a year old that passes away, Yoitze B'mitte, so he's carried out in a regular coffin like an adult. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Hu Ben Shona? If the baby was a year old, Ve'evodov Ke'ben Shtayim, and his body was built and was large enough, old enough, like mature enough, like a baby that's two years old. Or who ben shtayim, if the baby is two years old. Even if his body is still very small, like a one-year-old, he's carried out in a regular way, like an adult. When a baby is taken out in a regular mitten, in a regular oven, like an adult, rabim matzivin olav. So then everybody is matzivin olav. Their face is uh, the literal translation of matzivin means it's like shining, but over here it means like they express their grief for this baby the way you do for an adult. If he's not carried out in the, in the regular oven, ain't rabim matzivin olav. The avelus has to be expressed by everybody is not on the same level. says. If this was a child that was old enough, that he was already known to people, he came around outside and he walked around on his own, on his own and so on. So then, then many have to come and be busy with it, just like by a regular Levaya, where everybody has to come and people are Menachem Avos over here as well, the same. But if the baby was young enough that he was in the house and people didn't know him, he wasn't known to anybody, then the Levaya and the burial, everything could be done more in a private way and not everybody has to come and participate. What's the age for a, a eulogy for a child that passes away? Rabmei said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel that Aniyim, if it's a child from, a poor, from poor people, Bnei Shalish, the age is three years old. And Hashidim, a child from a rich from rich people, bnei chamish, from five years old. Rashi says, with poor people, because a poor person does has nothing, and this is his child that passed away. So by them, the pain and the suffering is much more. So therefore, even from a younger age, there's a point to give a hesped. By Hashidim, it's not the same. 
Rabbi Yehuda, I'm a Mishmai. Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel differently. Aniim b'nei Chamesh, by poor people, it's when the child is five years old. And Ashirim b'nei Sheish, by rich people, it's when the child is six years old that, that there's a hesped given. Or b'nei Zikainim, if there's uh, older people that a child passed away, kibnaniim. For them, it's like an Ani that passed away because they very much were, were much stronger connected to this child that passed away. And so therefore, it's like an Ani. Omerav Gidl Bamanashia, Omerav. So regarding this b'raise, Rav Gidl Bamanashi said in the name of Rav, Allahek Rabbi Yehuda Sha'oma Mishum Rabbi Shmal. That Allah is like the second opinion here that Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Shmal. Now the Gemara goes back to the, to the quote of the Mishnah that we quoted before regarding Shvuis or Shoshana Yom Kippur, that they interrupt the Avelos. The Gemara says a very interesting thing. That Dorash, Dorash Rabbanoni Barsosin, Rabbanoni Barsosin Darshan, Apischa de Benesia. At the opening, at the gate of the house of the Nasi. He said the following Allah. Yoim echad You have, if there's one day of Avelos before Shavuos. So once there's one day that's kept of Avelos, and now Shavuos is coming, that's it. It ends the Avelos. So you have that one day is counted like seven days. And then Vatseres. Then there's the Yantav of Shavuos itself. The Yantav of Shavuos itself is also going to be counted like seven days. What we're talking about over here is, is regarding the Shloishim. When you count the days of the Shloishim, so because the Avelos of the day before Shavuos was ended the Avelos, and we consider that one day to be like seven days of Avelos, so that one day is counted like seven days. And the same thing regarding Shavuos itself, even though Shavuos is only one day Yom Tif, but for that one day of Shavuos, you'd now have seven days that you could bring a carbon to be mashlim for that one day of Shavuos. So therefore we consider that one day of Shavuos to be like every Yom Tif. Just like every Yom Tif is seven days, that one day of Yom Tif is also counted like seven days. So therefore, Harekan Ar Ba'asar. So the day before and the day of Shavuos itself, together, it's considered to be like 14 days have passed. That's what he darshaned. Shoma Rabami, Rabami heard what, what he darshaned in Ve'ikbit. He was bothered by this. Why? Because he said, Omar, Atu didehi? Is this your own drasha that you're saying? This is your chiddush? This is based on what Rabbi Omar Abayishi said. The Gemara says a similar thing happened. Rabbi by the threshold, by the entrance of the Begalusa, of the Reish Galusa that is, and he said the same thing. One day before Shavuos, and then Ve'atzeres, and then the Shavuos itself. So together we count that as 14 days. It's considered like 14 days already passed. Shomer Rav Sheishis, Rav Sheishis heard this drasha that Rav Yitzchak Nafcha Darshan, Ikpit, he's also bothered by this, he said, Oma Atu Didei, this is his chiddish, the Rav Zom this is what Rav said in the name of Rav Eishia. So he said as follows regarding Shavuos, that Minayin La'atzeres, Sheyesh Lo'atashlumin Kol Sheva, from where do we know that Shavuos, even though it's one day, but nevertheless, you could continue bringing the Karbonis, another for, for the seven days. Shanam, because the Pasuk says, B'chagamatzis, B'chagashvuis, that we compare Shvuis to Chagamatzis. Ma'chagamatzis, yesh la'tashlum in just like by Pesach, so you can bring the carbon, the entire Yom of all seven days. Av Chagashvuis, yesh la'tashlum in So to Shvuis has tashlum in all seven days, and therefore that one day of Shvuis, we count it like seven days, we compare the Yom Tavim to one another. So therefore, he said, the source of this concept comes from this statement of Rabbi Lozah and Rabbi Yishiyah. Rav Papa showed and explained Rav Ivy Yisabe, Vidorash, and Idarshan as follows. 
Similar regarding Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Yom Echad Lefnei Rosh Hashanah. You have one day of Avelis before Rosh Hashanah. And then Vir Rosh Hashanah. Then you have the day of Rosh Hashanah itself. Harei Khan Arba That's also counted like 14 days. This is an even bigger Chiddush because by Rosh Hashanah there is no Tashlumen, there is no Karbanis Pachlal. And there is no Tashlumen of seven days. But nevertheless, we compare the Yomim Tovim to each other. And even regarding Rosh Hashanah, I say the same thing, that it's counted like 14 days. Amar Avinah, so then Avinah, based on this said, Hilkach, if so, we can say as follows. There's one day of Avelis before Sukkot. So that day is already counted as seven. And then the Chag. And then the seven days of Sukkot, that's another seven days. And then Shmini Shalai. Then it comes to Shmini Atzeres, which is a Yom for itself. And that Yom for itself is compared to the other Yom Tevim. And that day for itself is also counted like seven days. So together, it's counted as if 21 days had already passed. Ravine Iklal Sura de Pras. Ravine had come to Sura, which is near the Pras River. That was there from Surah the Pras said, Did the Master say this halacha that one day before Rosh Hashanah and then and also Rosh Hashanah itself, that together you can count that as 14 days? Did you say this? So Ravina said, No, I did not say this. All I said was, All I said was that it makes sense to paskin like Rabbi Gamliel. What did Rabbi Gamliel say? That every Rosh Hashanah is compared to a Yom Tif, just like a Yom Tif ends the Avelus, Rosh Hashanah also ends the Avelus. That's all I said. But then the next point that because it's compared to every Yom Tif, that just like every Yom Tif is seven days, that we consider Rosh Hashanah to also be like seven days, that point I never said.